0: And we are back for another podcast. I am one half of this duo. I'm Sam Finlay, also known as Sizzle. You're listening to Sizzle and Quinny, my co-host, sitting across from me in Young, still on school holidays. You've still got another six months of school holidays to go. Uh, Introduce yourself.
1: Hey, guys. You know who it is. It's your boy. Nothing new here. It's Quinny, also known as Simon. As Sizzle said, No longer do I have six months. I have about a week and then I'm back at work. So got to enjoy it while I still can. But other than that, man, I'm very keen to be here as always, having a nice little one-on-one chat with you, mate, on our great podcast. So it's always fun. So, And in particular, today's podcast, it's very close to heart for me. And Sizzle knows this, so I'm very keen to talk about it.
0: Yeah, look, we're going to be talking about The Witcher, season two in particular, which both of us loved. We'll get into it in a moment. I mean, Quinny, for, to to set the, the stage a little bit, Quinny is a very very enthusiastic Witcher fan. It's maybe it's up there for you as maybe some of your your more favourite uh, franchises. You know, you've, you've you've read the books, you've you've clocked the game multiple times, you've obviously watched the show now, you've watched the the Netflix animated uh, movie, also. So, look, you're you're a Witcher enthusiast.
1: That is is correct, Sizzle. You know this. I love The Witcher. I told Sizzle about it a while back when I first played the game. That was the first time I actually had a taste of this great universe. And I'm glad I never, you know, I haven't turned back since. And because I played those games, I then ended up reading all those books. So all the short stories, and then I read the whole saga. So I'm a big fan of The Witcher series. I'm a big fan of the author too. I'm currently reading one of his other books, which is good. But overall, Sizzle has said it. I love it. I'm very much an enthusiast. It is probably one of my favorite franchises or universes. It's probably in my top three. So obviously you've got Marvel, Star Wars, and you've got probably The Witcher for me. That'd be probably my three favorite sort of fantasy sci-fi sort of genres when it comes to my faves in my life. So but I'm very keen to talk about it. Because I thought i know I don't know about you, Sizzle. I thought season two was way better than season one. And it just oh, yeah. wanted it just made me want more. And I really hope they don't delay it for like another two years. I really hope we get season three either at the end of this year or at least the end of, I guess, the start of next year maybe or sometime next year would be great because I can't handle another two years off. Yeah. I need the yeah. content. I need all that content. I need to get the game again. I probably will when it gets released to PlayStation 5. It's going to happen. I do love it. Sizzle, you're currently playing it, so I'm yeah. sure you're probably enjoying it as much as I have. But, you know, yeah. tell us a bit about the game, mate. What are your, well, what are your early thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean, Early Thoughts, it's great. It's a lot of fun. Big open world, lots to do. Um, I managed to get it for like $15 on the PlayStation store online. I actually got it last week when I was in isolation, which was perfect. Gave me something to do, you know, while I was spending seven days where I couldn't leave the house. So it was perfect timing for me. It just sort of popped up. It was something that I it was a game that I wanted to play for, for a number of years now, and especially after watching this season too. So yeah, great game, fun game. I'll I'll have to maybe give a bit more of a recap when I'm further into the game because I've kind of only started it at the moment. I'm doing a lot of the side missions, side quests. It happens,
1: man. You're caught up doing those side missions. You it has do. To be done.
0: Even just like cruising around, cruising around is um is a lot of fun. But uh yeah, look, I mean, great game, a great game, and, and a great season two. Of uh the, the Netflix special, uh The Witcher, a Netflix series. Uh look, I normally, I normally set this the scene for these deep dives, but because you're the Witcher enthusiast, I'm gonna throw it to you. Set the scene for us before we jump in. We're obviously gonna talk highs and lows. We're gonna give a hero award, a villain award. We're gonna give it an infinity gauntlet rating out of six. I want you to set the scene though, this 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 time around. I'll pass I- it over
1: to you. I would love to set the scene. It's all too easy. Like it's a great show. I love it. Let's be honest. Who doesn't love a bit of you know, a bit of fantasy, mix of, you know, a bit of uh, you know, fighting, a bit of magic, creatures, monsters. Geralt always, of course, we love it. Seeing Jan, seeing Trish, seeing all those great characters. And I also, you know, for the season two in particular, they brought in a lot of other characters from the book, or should I say the book? So it's been for me, it's definitely in regards to setting the tone, I, I'm loving it so far. And I love how that they've introduced all these characters from other books. It just makes it a lot more meaningful for me personally. And I'm so keen for it. It's probably one of my favorite shows at the moment that's come out. It's a shame it came out last year cause a lot of good shows, but it'd be up there for me in my favorite shows of 2021. And, you know, like Sizzle said, we're gonna talk highs, we're gonna talk lows. I'm actually very interested to see what Sizzle's Gauntlet rating is going to be for this TV show. Kind of, I'm going to be very high on it. So I'm very keen to see how he goes with that. But, you know, if you want Sizzle, so I can start off with a couple highs, if you like, some of my favorite parts of this show, if you'd like me, just to kind of get the, the ball rolling. What do you reckon?
0: Yeah, I mean, get the ball rolling. Also, how, how about you give like a – I don't know, like a 30 second. We won't put the, the clock on or anything. Give us like we already a, bit did of,
1: a minute, didn't we? But okay. Yeah.
0: Give us like a 30 second, like, um, background of the, the Witcher, Witcher show.
1: Okay. I'll try my best. 30 seconds. Okay. As we know, uh, season two in particular, it's based on two of the books in the saga. So the two main books, obviously, are Blood of Elves, which is the first one, which is a great book, and then The Time of Contempt. So two very good, strong books to start the saga off. And throughout this show, it is a lot more close to the material than it was in season one, I feel. And I feel like another big thing about it in these series I have, I was saying it before, in regards to all the new characters introduced in this season, a lot of them come straight from the book itself. So it was really cool to actually see them in live action. So I'm very keen. That's pretty much what i got to say about it at the moment. Yeah. 30 seconds. Overall, it's a journey, guys. You'll love it. It's an adventure. Like I was saying before, we love Monsters magic. We love bloody hero journeys. We love prophecies. You know, we love all that kind of stuff, especially coming from huge fantasy sci-fi guys as Sizzle and myself are. So, but you know, I'm ready to just unleash some highs for this season two, Sizzle.
0: Well, look, roll straight in, roll straight into your highs.
1: All right. First thing guys that we love in particular for this show, I love how we saw Geralt and Siri finally go to Kaer Obviously that is a huge part of the series. The universe itself—we saw it a bit in the animated show. We saw kind of what it used to look like, and then I love how in season two we finally get to see them there. And like you know, all that training they do is really cool. The different obstacle courses Sizzle I mentioned the last week. They do introduce all these different witches, which isn't exactly as accurate to the books itself, but I kind of enjoyed it. So I kind of liked how we got to see Caremore on this on, in live action for the first time, because obviously in the first season they kind of just talk about it, its mention—you don't actually get to see it. And I love how a majority of the season they focus on Camoran itself. So when Siri's there, Trish is there, Yen ends up being there, Geralt's there, like everybody's there. Vesemir's there. So it's really cool to kind of see them center a lot on Camoran, which I really enjoyed. So that's another thing for me, which I love. I also love Navalan. He was the obviously the man that looks like a pig. So he was actually from the original, the prequel. So he's actually not in the first or second book. He's one of the short stories that you read in like The Last Wish. So I love how we got to see him in the very first episode. So A Grain of Truth. That was an amazing episode. I love it. Straight away, like a great intro to season two, which really set the tone for me. And I love how we got to see him in there. And we also got to see a vampire, which I think was really interesting because as we know, Sizzle, vampires are always displayed in all different ways in different movies, different series. So it's really cool to kind of see how in The Witcher, there's not just your sort of Dracula-like vampire. They're all different. They all have different traits. They all look very different. They're not very similar. So that's what I really enjoyed. So they started to introduce some of the actual monsters that are actually key to the games and all the books. So I really enjoyed that. So I'll just stop there for a minute. So then, Sizzle, you can kind of pitch in as well. But that's just a few things to just get the ball rolling. I have a lot to talk about, but I just want to sort of, you know, set the tone just then.
0: Oh, I mean, you've said it perfectly well. And just just so we're clear, we're focusing on season two here. So you know, season one, that obviously came out a couple of years ago. We're focusing on season two because, I mean, what a great season it was. Obviously the most recent, it came out uh, December 17th. And then, you know, we've, we've had a few weeks now to digest and watch it. And yeah, as, as Quinny said there, and as we've, we've said before, at the start of this episode, we both loved this season. So some highs for me, I mean, first and foremost, was just getting to see the relationship between Siri and Geralt
1: in this. Father-daughter, yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, but- it it was just great. It was great to see uh Geralt the Witcher, the main Witcher, uh Henry Cavill uh as that father figure. And you know, seeing him in at, like in such a um protective um way he sort of, you know, was always protecting Ciri yet he was ha- he was sort of hard on her at times, um but had her best interest always at you know, the top of his priority list. And even more so on top of the priority, which was his love in the show, which is also my love, and I'll get into that. Maybe I might need to. What do about like Maddie? A, That's a bit harsh. A, a, Come on. Thirty second.
1: Yeah, you know I, I love my Your fantasy my, love. Your fantasy. <laughs> this, this
0: is my fantasy love here. You know I, I tell this to Maddie all the time. Look, Jennifer, Anya, Anya, Sh- Uh, She is my just fantasy love Yennefer of Vengva but yeah it it was great to see you know Geralt sort of have to you know sort of put Siri at the top of his priorities throughout and I thought it it was a really interesting relationship and interesting dynamic between the three of them and you know we sort of don't get the three of them together until later in the series but when we do it just sort of elevates this season and I thought it really takes another sort of step to being just a really fantastic series because the first sort of half of the of the series I really liked, but I thought the back end was
1: just out, uh, uh, amazing, Outstanding. You know? Some of the better episodes that you'll see, I think, yeah, on particularly, TV.
0: Particularly the last two episodes, I yeah, thought, huge. Were, were great. I thought the first episode was a little slow um, and we might get into that in low, so I won't say any more about that um, for the moment. But, you know, it, it just was uh, action-packed which I loved. We got to see Geralt in action pretty much in every episode. We got a whole bunch of um, different monsters and monsters that even um, aren't so much. For, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here. Some of those monsters are sort of were, were newer monsters um, in this, which was pretty interesting. I mean, the, the finale episode, we got these like, I, I don't really know how to best describe them. They are kind of like um, serpents.
1: Yeah, like serpent dragons. Don- yeah, dragon. Dinosaur. Like They're like mutated basilisks. Yeah.
0: They were really cool. Uh, I thought this season also did a bit of a better job with animation because that was one thing that I was probably a bit more critical of in season one. I mean, it's, you know, we're used to watching, you know, series like Game of Thrones, which their production is just top notch, you know, and like it's it's up there. And I thought season one was a little bit like it, it seemed like maybe a step down, but I thought season two, they really, you know, Put more emphasis on that, and emphasis on the um, the the, the um, villains and um, the, the animation of these creatures. So I really enjoyed that. Uh, I, I I loved having Trish in this as well.
1: Yeah, as, Trish was great. That was good. I was going to talk about that in some of my highs. Yeah, as kind and of I know you, I
0: know she's your your Jennifer.
1: She is. I love Trish, <laughs> uh, especially in the books and the game.
0: Yeah, and you know it was cool to have another mage in this, and someone that you know played a bit more of an integral role. And you know, I I won't talk too much about her because you're the you're the Tris Trist lover here. Um, so that was something I liked, and I also loved having Yaskir back again. I mean, he's just Love he's him. just hilarious. Like, I might get into that in my lows, but I would have liked a little bit more of him. But uh, look, I mean, he was fantastic in it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just- I, I Burn, thought it was, butcher
1: burn, bro. It's a banger.
0: Yeah, I mean, absolute banger. Yeah. And he, he sort of brings that comedy to the show because for the most part, this is a pretty sort of like serious-
1: Grim, dark sort of
0: show. Grim, yeah. dark, dark show. But, you know, he brings a level of um, humor to this, which I think is needed and which makes it sort of, Work and makes
1: it a bit more watchable. So look, there's there's some some highs for me. I'll pass it back to you. Oh, I'll keep them coming. So I'm just going to bounce off you, Sizzle. Some mm-hmm. other things I love to see in this, in particular, I really loved how we saw. Um, finally, we got to see Fringilla and the Yen. They sort of meant Francesca, who's one of the other. She's like the Elven Maids that you see in the show, who's like sort of in charge of the elves at this and the squirrels, as they call them in the books. So she's sort of in charge of those guys. So obviously in the book, she isn't really pregnant, but I thought I kind of found that idea was kind of cool. It sort of brought a bit more to the show and it kind of made me more invested in her, but it's really cool to see her back. And they have that really cool scene when they're in the hut and they have the visions Mm. of the deathless mother, who, as we know, is sort of the main antagonist in this uh, season. Obviously that doesn't happen at all, but they brought that to the Netflix show, but I thought it really worked. I really liked how we saw the, the pain demon in the hut and she disguised herself as like the witch. That was really cool. I also loved how, you know, like you said before, Trish was a lot better for me. I obviously one of my one of my lows from the first season. I didn't really like the casting choice of Trish, but they sort of made it a bit better for me in season 2. I liked how they sort of changed her hair to make it a bit more like to the actual, you know, the book itself, so the orange hair. I liked how they blended that into her hair and I thought it looked really nice and I thought she was played more of a pivotal role, which was good. So I'm kind of glad that they gave her a bit more sort of you know airtime as well. So that was good to see. Another thing I'll mention, and you know, I like how we sort of got the introduction of the Elder Blood, because obviously in the in the books, that's a huge thing. That's like, a big deal, like the Elder Blood. So it's pretty much like, you know, a prophecy that this person, you know, born with Elder Blood will like sort of either, you know, save the world or destroy it. So it's sort of like a very it makes them super powerful and brings all these different abilities, which like you can kind of see Siri throughout the season 2 she sort of starts to tap into it a bit so i really enjoyed that i also liked um philipa who as you know when we watch it there was always that owl in the background did you know that was a person sizzle i, I might have said did you think it was going to be a person no i didn't but uh now that i'm playing
0: the games and that's obviously like this character is in in the games quite heavily it's it's really cool to see how they did that. It they they sort of um I mean you had those shots where it was like you were the owl yeah. in a couple of the scenes, which sort yeah, of led me was... to believe something's you know going on here. But uh what what about you? Did, is that something you
1: said? Yeah, well that's the thing. I, as soon as we saw um obviously I was about to say this Dijkstra, who I love, he was like the the spy master, the underground boss who you see in all the scenes of the owl. Played by that really good actor. He's in like you know um, Highlander and all these other shows. I can't remember his name, but he's amazing. I really liked how they brought him into it because he plays a big role in the books and the game. So he's sort of like on Geralt's side sometimes, and he's against Geralt. They've got a bit of back and forth going, but it's really cool. And he loves in the in the books and the games. He loves Philippa, so that's why you always see him with her. So I liked how they introduced Deconstruct. He's a very cool character. And again, I I knew that I knew that was going to be Philip because I've read the books and seen the games. But I like how they kind of disguise it right to the end. I really enjoyed the reveal. So that's some more high me. So I'll go back to you.
0: So just just quickly, you mentioned that you, you know you've read the books, you've played the games. How like accurate is it to, you know, because I haven't read all the books. I've only sort of started reading them and I've only, you know, sort of somewhat a little bit way through the through the game. So how accurate is it? To so, the game, yeah. And
1: so, to- yeah. So, with do you mean the show as regards yeah. to the games and all the books? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, based on like the source material, season two, there are a few things that aren't exactly correct, but they do do it a lot better than they did, I think, mm. from like season one. So, there are some very like obviously Dexter is a big part of it. Um, Rayons as well, who I'll mention a bit later. The fire mage, he's mentioned in the books quite a lot, so it was kind of cool to see him as well. So, I think it's not. Completely the same, but they're sort of start. I think they're sort of realized they're starting to get their Mm -hmm. mojo, but I I think they kind of know how they're going to introduce it a bit better. And I kind of like how they did do that. I also like how they introduced like the wild hunt at the end, which is another really cool reveal because in the books, they're like, they're, they are mentioned a few times and then in, in some of the books, like The Lady of the Lake in particular, they become a more of a, like a big deal and then series sort of on the run from them and that sort of links into the game quite well. So I'm kind of glad that they brought them into it. I wasn't expecting that. So that kind of caught me off guard. But based on your question, they're not using exactly the source material, but they're getting better at it. And mm. some of those characters that I've mentioned in my highs are very much key to like the books as well. So it was kind of cool they finally brought them into it. I was just waiting for it. And then, I like how you sort of got to see more about Redania and like the Northern Kingdoms as they played a bit more of a role in the books mm. as well. So it's kind of cool how everybody's fighting over the north and then they're going against obviously the white flame and stuff like that. So anyway, that's some more highs you go now Sizzle. I got some yeah, more. Yeah, I mean, look, you can pitch uh, in.
0: Like I mean, one of the, the biggest highs for me and I mentioned it, you know, earlier was my girl Yennefer. I mean, just There's purple eyes, the- man, you just, can't resist just ha- just having her on the screen in front of me. I mean, just uh, every scene she was in. I you I know play was... some
1: music, like some quiet love music for you. Or something, man. Maybe just I'll see like... if
0: I can edit edit something in because Jennifer, this is my love letter to you. I yeah, Jennifer uh, Watch. <laughs> sorry, on <Yennefer> Maddie. watch. <laughs> sorry, Maddie. I mean, Jennifer Watch is live and direct right now. Um <laughs> no, I mean <laughs> she's just a great character. I mean, I loved her in season one loved her again in season 2 even though she, she didn't have her powers for you know 90% of the show of the series I still loved it just as much you know um so it was just great having more of her on the screen but one thing I also really liked about this series and this this season in particular was you know I mentioned the relationship between Siri, Geralt and Yennefer but I actually even liked the relationship and the sort of journey we had earlier in the season between Yennefer and uh Kahir. Um if I'm pretty pronouncing. Yeah, Kahir, um, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, pronouncing his name right. Because he's obviously a villain in the first one. He still sort of is a villain, I guess. But we yeah. sort of got to see him. Yeah, I've got a um, few things
1: there to, that I could but I won't say I, anything. Keep going. Okay, okay. No spoiler, no spoilers. All right, Keep well, going. Keep it. talking about Kahir. Keep going.
0: No, I, I was just going to say, I liked how they, you know, sort of traveled together and they sort of had to work together, even though they clearly don't like each other. They've clearly had beef in the past. I mean, like I said, he's a bit of a villain. Uh, you know, Siri obviously doesn't like him. Um, and he's, you know, portrayed very, very, um, like, in a sinister way in the first season. Great um, actor. Sort of get, I can't remember
1: his name, but he's yeah, a good character. Uh, yeah. Eamon
0: Farron is, yeah. is his name. Um, I don't think I've really seen him in anything else either. Um, I don't know if you had, but yeah, I, I thought he, he, he's a very good actor. And we got to sort of see a bit of a softer side to him. We got to see a really vulnerable side of this character, which I thought was really interesting. And, you know, I thought his relationship with Yennefer was one that I was invested in, even though obviously I, I, the end goal is for Yennefer and, and Geralt to, to be together. So I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed their their little um, companionship, um, even though they, you know, sort of, it, it towed the line of, of, you know, being friends and foes. Um, so
1: I, I really enjoyed that as well. Oh right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'm glad. Anything else you want to add? Other no, I mean, look.
0: I think just overall, I think just a, a really fun, fun uh, season, and it it's hard when you do these medieval sort of series because, and we mentioned a lot on this podcast, and it's something that you and I obviously love, despite the last season really not hitting the mark, is Game of Thrones. And I feel like every sort of medieval is, yeah. fantasy show gets compared to that. Definitely, and which makes it hard because these shows, because Game of Thrones, it set the standard very, very high, right? You know, let's not talk about the last season, but just you know, every other um, season, every other, pretty much every episode for Game of Thrones really set the standard for medieval, you know, shows. And you know, there's some other really great ones out there. Vikings, you know, is one that you and I both really enjoyed. Um, You know, there's there's a bunch of other other series out there, but they they're, they're always compared to at least for me i compare them to game of thrones just something i do without you know sort of thinking about it It just sort of happens and i thought this was a show that you know can you know we don't know how many seasons they're going to do of this but this is the type of show that has the potential to be right up there with a show like game of thrones it's got the source material
1: definitely has the source material and hopefully they start to use it more as they sort of started to do it a lot better in season two i felt
0: exactly and we've got some great characters obviously not as many characters but we've got some great characters and they've already you know set the bar high with some great acting you know by you know people like henry cavill like anya charlotta, uh, Eamon farron as we just mentioned there um you know the list goes on so you know i just think it was a, just a fun fun fantasy show that really made me enjoy this type of medieval genre um again so look I, I loved season two I, I much preferred it than season one season one I still enjoyed um but you know I thought season two really stepped it up another level and you know this was for me um, one of the, the better shows that I've seen in, in in some time outside of the MCU sort of genre uh, or MCU world I should say but um yeah Love look it. they're all the highs for me do you have any other ones before you
1: move on to lows? Oh, I've got a few. I'll just try and get through. I won't spend too much time. I've got a lot. I could talk about the show for a while. I do love it. Again, I mentioned before, Love Rayon's the fire mage. So he gets introduced as, you know, he's in prison because he uses, like, fire magic, or cat, which is, like, sort of... You're not supposed to use it because it's, like, very violent and it's very dangerous. So that's it was really cool they brought him into it finally. And I loved his interrogation scene with Yaxa. So that does happen in the books. So that comes straight from the source material, which is really cool. And... I love how they keep talking about they don't really reveal who he's working for. So, and I love it mm. because I know who he is working for, but I'm not going to say anything. Because I don't want to ruin it because it's you find obviously in the yeah. books, you know who please it please is. Please don't, please don't. But it's just like he's really dangerous in the books and it just works for me. He's always trying to hunt down Siri. And then they do, there is somebody behind Rayon's. And then, but okay. I don't want to say anything else. So that was really cool to see him again. I also love, obviously, when Geralt and Yaxa finally reunite. You know, he's chilling in his cell, talking to the mice. He's made friends with the mice and then they show up and they do a big hug, big bromance, love it, big hug, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. So I love it when they're together and then that will be one of my lows, but I'll talk about it later. So that was really good. And then I also like how you saw Yarpen as well. So the dwarfing crew. So you kind of see them briefly, I think, in episode seven. They're also quite involved in the books, in particular uh, Yarpin, he's also in the game so you'll probably get introduced to him a bit more Sizzle, when you keep mm-hmm. playing it and then one other thing, I thought this scene I was just like, was not expecting it, I was it was just you know, riveting TV the Fringilla assassination scene man, when she, like, she freezes time, everybody's mm. just frozen at the table and she just starts going cold-blooded and just assassinates all those white flame generals that have been talking shit to her Throughout the whole season, how, like, why is she doing what she's doing? I just thought that was cold blooded. I was not expecting that. That was a really cool scene. I hadn't, that, I don't remember that's definitely on the books uh, or the mm. game, but I just thought it was just a really intense sort of scene, something that you wouldn't see in like a Game of Thrones. So I thought that was really cool. And I was a bit, I was a bit worried about our boy Kahir because he's sort of sitting there and he's just like watching, he can't do anything. So I thought that scene was like, just the way they put that scene together. I just thought that was amazing. Mm. And then I did mention before, I love the wild hunt men being mentioned and you see them briefly. And I also love how you get the reveal that the emperor is actually series dad and he's after her. So they're just some of my highs and I'll leave it there for the moment. But one other thing I'll say, actually, like you mentioned sizzle season two, is so much better because it makes more sense. It's the timeline. Mm. I'm a big, I'm, a high for me is just a timeline in this in season two. It is actually in the right order, so it makes Season sense. one was
0: was tough to follow, I think.
1: Yeah, so that's a high, another high for me. A lot easier to follow, which I think is why I probably enjoyed it a lot more as well. So I'll leave it there yeah. for my highs. Lots of highs, lots of highs. All right, well, let's, move highs. let's move to lows.
0: Let's move to lows. Might be a little bit quicker and a little bit easier because we don't have too many lows. Yeah, I don't have many at uh, all. Yeah. Look, I mean, I'll, I'll kick us off. One of my lows was... I mean, I mentioned my love for Yennefer, the character, the actress. But I, I, what I loved in season one was you get to see Yennefer's power. I mean, she's a mage, you know, like there's just such so much power is shown in that season one. And season two, she loses her her abilities. So we don't get to see her in action like that. And, you know, I like to see her in a bit of a different uh, role. And, you know, she obviously had to to work within the means of um, not having those abilities, but I would have liked seeing her, you know, throwing out um, different spells left, right and center like we got in, in season one. But I mean, it was cool to the story. So while it was a low, it was also a bit of high. So I'll put that there. I could have put it at the highs and I kind of did, but um, yeah, I'm going to put that in here as well because look, we've got to be critical. We've got to find something to talk about in lows. And that would be uh one for me. Uh, the only other thing I would say, see, the episode one, I enjoyed it. I just found it a little bit slow, sort of the first half. There was a lot of dialogue. Um, but then we got the ending of it,
1: which was awesome. Yeah, the which, Bruxel, so, the vampire. Yep. Yeah, arena. Which, which, yep.
0: which is great. So, I mean, they're, they're just a couple things for me. Um, I'll pass it on to you to see if you've got any.
1: Yeah, so I've only got a couple. You, saw, you mentioned before, Sizzle, not enough Yaxer for me. I need more Mm. of him. He wasn't in like he's. I think he's not in it till like episode three or four. Like he's yeah. I mean that's not as much as I would have liked. Yeah. So that was one of my main ones. Um. Another one I wasn't. I was a bit confused about Yennefer. I didn't really know why her powers had disappeared. It wasn't. I didn't feel like explained very well. Mm. So I didn't really understand that. And then in the books that doesn't happen at all. So that's something they've done for the Netflix show. So uh, like. I guess it made her more vulnerable and stuff like that, but it just I just felt like they could have explained it a bit better. I, I even I watched it, I was like, I'm not really sure how she lost it. Of like the deathless mother, I guess, took them from her. I don't know, it wasn't really explained. Mm. Another thing, I didn't like how they killed off um Escal, how he becomes like the leashy or the leshy or whatever. Oh in yes. the very like in that I think it's is it episode one or two? I can't remember how that happening. That's
0: two, maybe.
1: Episode two, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. And I just didn't understand that. And he's like a really key character in the books as well. And he's in the game too. So he's obviously, he's still alive. So I don't know why they decided to just randomly kill him and turn him into a, a lesion. So that's probably... Mm. And then I guess another thing you mentioned before, I'm not really sure what they're doing with Ka- for Kahir or Kahir. I don't know because he yeah. I'm not sure if he's supposed to be a villain because in the books, he's actually a good guy.
0: Okay, interesting.
1: So... Well, no spoilers. Do you want me to tell you a little bit about what happens?
0: Yeah, yeah, it won't don't, ruin don't, the show. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy, but you know. Yeah, it, so it was-
1: yes, he works for obviously the the baddies at the start, but he wants to find Ciri so he can help her, pretty much. And then he kind of becomes a part of Geralt's crew. But that's all I'll say.
0: Okay, interesting.
1: So I was, I'm just not sure what they're going with him because in the books he's more of a sort of like a hero,
0: mm,
1: or a okay. good guy. But in the, I'm just not sure. Yeah. But that's all I was going to say, but that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to, I don't want to ruin anything, but it, I didn't really ruin anything, but no, no, you
0: didn't. No, not at all. Yeah. No. All right. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll jump in cause I, I there's a couple other things I'd probably add as well. Uh, one, one other thing that I, I thought was a bit, not that I didn't like it cause it was a, an awesome, awesome action scene. And I guess this is maybe throughout the, the whole, whole sort of season two is, and you can explain the, I guess, maybe a little bit about this for the, the listeners. So the the potion that the, the witches take that oh the I mean,
1: mutagens yep
0: yeah so one thing I was a bit confused about why didn't Geralt take one in the finale because all the other all the other witches did I was a bit confused about that I don't know maybe if, I don't
1: know maybe he uh didn't want to maybe he didn't want to hurt Ciri so he didn't want to yeah. I don't know but or else Like they don't necessarily always, you don't, they don't necessarily need the potions. Maybe explain that
0: to me in a little bit. So that basically gives them heightened abilities, right? Yeah, so
1: pretty much the mutagens that they, you know, they make from like elder blood and, you know, witches drink as Mm -hmm. part of their, you know, uh, becoming a witcher. They kind of have them as a way to like, yeah, like you said, it sort of increases their senses. So they might get, you know, better. For example, if they're fighting at nighttime, they get better. They can see better in the night Mm -hmm. and they don't, um they don't feel as pain they get like i guess um they get a bit more what what's the term i'm looking for it's like getting they get injected with um, adrenaline so their adrenaline uh-huh. goes through right, the roof right, so right, they right. feel like they're invincible so it sort okay. of just increases their senses a bit and that's what they use them for so gotcha. it kind of yeah so that's why they use them they kind of it does sort of increase it just makes them i guess a better fighter i guess and more mm. like more understanding of their surroundings, I guess so. More more aware of what's going on around them, and like yeah. you know, makes them hear better, see better. I yeah. guess so,
0: I mean, I thought so, and that's why I was a little bit confused yeah, yeah. as to why he didn't take one in that finale because all the other witches did, and they knew they had a pretty like you know, tough fight ahead of them, and who knows what was going to happen. And I thought he might
1: not have had, I can't remember if he had any on him. I don't know, maybe he didn't
0: have any on him. I can't, I can't actually remember because the, they can sort of still,
1: like, they're still pretty good fighters without them, yeah. but I think they use them as a way to kind of give them a bit of an edge,
0: yeah. So, yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, look, I, this is being very, like nitpicking because it's it, it was such a great season. And yeah. Maybe the only other thing I would say as one other low was I thought the elves were a little bit underutilized. They were kind of like this side story. It was kind of pushed aside, yeah. and I'm sure that's probably setting it up for next season.
1: Yeah, because they become yeah they're more when you get to like baptism and fire, the third book, the elves come into it a lot more.
0: Yeah. So, I mean. Well, I guess we'll we'll wait to see what happens there. But look, I got nothing else to add. I
1: I think they'll bring them, I think they'll be more involved in the future. I think that's, I just wanted to introduce them to you this season. I think it'd be just a bit too overwhelming. You have all these, because they introduced obviously heaps of new characters. They also Mm. introduced, obviously, the Council of the Brotherhood that then becomes like the Lodge of the Sorcerers, like Mm. anyway. So it's probably just to make it so it doesn't go over the top, I guess. But yeah, Mm. I agree. They probably could have used them a bit better. Mm.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, look, let's um let's get into a hero and villain award. Uh, so hero going to be our favorite character in this series and villain it's going to be our least favorite character. Look, I'm going to go first cuz it's going to be very quick for me. It's 100% um I'm 100% just going to be biased on this one. And look, I just can't can't avoid it. It was never going to go to anyone else. Yennefer, you will always win the hero award for me. Uh, but I will give an honorable mention. So Yennefer, you are my hero just for everything that you are in this show. I love. I just think she's a cool character. I mean, I was like, I loved her in season one. Loved her in season two, even without her powers. So she's my hero. But I will give, I will give an honorable mention to, and I mean, this is probably like an easy one. But I will give it to Geralt. I thought he was really, really good in season two. Season one, he was great in. But, I mean, Henry Cavill, he deserves you know, some sort of nomination for an award for, I, I think, his his role in this series because he is a great... Um, he's a great witcher, first and foremost. But I think he's a great lead in this. And, you know, the story obviously centres around him and Siri. And I thought he did a really good job. And, you know, for all the things I touched on in highs. Um, so, yeah, I'll
1: pass it to you. Love it. So... You know, Sizzle, we like to do this. You know, we love to agree a lot and I'm going to probably go with you as well. I think overall, I would have loved to say Yaxa because I love him. I think I gave him my hero for season one, but he just wasn't enough for my liking. Yeah, And I just think Geralt in particular and, you know, Henry Cavill, uh, who plays him, I thought he really brought the character to life a lot better in season two. And every Every time he was on it, I was hooked on what he was – I was loving what he was doing. I was a big fan of his work. I also love how you got to see him. use his witcher sign, so he's magic. So, like, you know, mm. Yarden, Axie, uh, um, all those kind of ones, Igni and stuff like that, all those different sort of abilities that witches also have. They do have a little bit of magic, so I kind of like how you got to see him use them more. And you touched on it at the start of the pod. I love how we saw the father-daughter relationship really develop because that's a huge deal in the books. So that's a big thing. So their relationship. So, I loved it. Has to go to Geralt. He's my hero. Yeah.
0: No. I can't can't agree more with that. I mean, you know, you've sort of said all the things that I I, I think as well. Uh, he was just just amazing in this. And I mean, what's cool about this is like, and we've talked about this as well. Henry Cavill's actually like he's a huge Witcher Henry fan. Loves like yeah, huge he, fan. He's, he's read the books. He's clocked for games Cavill like multiple it. times. Um, he's a huge gamer. Lo- loves Warcraft. He builds his own PC. He's a PC gamer. Like loves fantasy. Um, so I mean, he's the perfect person to to play, you know, The Witcher to play, um, Geralt in this as well. I don't know if you knew this, but like, so apparently he had like a pretty bad injury. Um, while they were filming season two. He like, I can't remember the, to the extent of it, but it was like, I think he might've torn or maybe like seriously pulled his hamstring oh, like when wow. they were filming it because he was doing all the stunts and whatnot. That's what I love so, about him
1: though, because he does all these stunts.
0: Yeah, so he did all his stunts, but he apparently had like quite a bad injury and they it pushed back, I think, some of the filming, but also he had like a physio that was on set with him pretty much every day that was sort of telling him what he could and couldn't do. And he was like determined to do all the um, stunts himself. So he had to be really careful. And yeah, so like apparently he like was working with the physio like oh wow. night and day to make sure like he could do all the stunts because basically they were like, look, we might need to get a stunt double in wow. because look, you've, you've done a really bad, like you've, you've done some, some serious damage to your, your hamstring. Wow. But he was like, no, no, like I want to do all these stunts. So Love the get commitment. me a physio. And yeah. yeah, which I think is really cool.
1: Maybe that's why in episode eight, he doesn't really fight that much. Maybe he had the hamstring injury and they will just, that's why he didn't use the potion. I don't know. He was, maybe it's just taking a bit easier. Who knows?
0: Maybe, maybe. I'm
1: just <laughs> theory out there. I don't know. But yeah, Henry Cavill as Geralt, great casting. I also love how that interview that you sent me, he actually seeked out the role. Like he wanted this role. Like he's like, I love this game. I love the story. I want mm. this role. Well, he, he auditioned
0: kept, for it as well. He was yeah, like... Because he
1: kept, he kept getting his like agents to call and ask them about it. And then he got the role and I'm glad he did because he's played it so well. Yeah. All
0: right, look, we got to give a, a a villain award to our least favorite character in this. Uh, I'll pass to you. Who, who's your least favorite character?
1: This was pretty easy for me. I mentioned it as one of my lows. I just hated how Escal became a leechy and he was like the leashy. So he's like the tree hybrid human. I thought that didn't look very good. I was like, I don't know why they've done this. So my villain award goes to XL XL because he's supposed to be in this show. And he's just a leashy now for some reason. And you know what? I wasn't for it. So he's my villain.
0: Yeah. Fair fair enough. Uh, Look, I, my villain is someone who I actually really liked in season one. He played quite a decent role in season one. And I thought he took a real backstep and that's, you know, not so much his fault, I guess it's just the writing and, you know, what they decided to do with his character, but he was, he was, you know, still in it. So, you know, he's, he's this, you know, award, you know, is reasonable to give to him. And that's uh Dara. I thought, um, you know, our Elvish boy just, um,
1: yeah, he was actually, yeah, he was a bit of a douche, wasn't he? The spy. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah exactly. So you know, just a a, t- a tough season for him, a, t- a tough season for him. So yeah. you know, he's obviously fighting those inner demons. Um, and yeah, so a great, great, um, get great acting, but yeah, not not such a, a great character in season two. So that's my villain award. Uh all right, look, that's your villain. Let's move on to our Infinity Gauntlet rating. Let's yeah, put let's on the take gauntlet. some
1: potions. What Which potions are we taking? Yeah. How many potions are we taking?
0: We could be taking them all here. Uh, look, for a bit of context, IMBD rating gives the show after season two 8.2 out of 10, which is very respectable.
1: I think that's all right because I think season one was a bit lower. So I yeah. think season two is probably brought up a bit. So yeah I think, that's fair I, enough that's fair. I think
0: you're right and Rotten Tomatoes is 81%. Yeah that's so, where
1: that's where you that's, know it's
0: so uh, about the, the the same same on both both our platforms there. I think it's pretty fair. Uh I might go first cuz I'm interested to see yours. I, I think yours is probably going to be pretty high and mine's mine's quite high as well. Uh I can't remember what I gave season 1. Did we did, did we give
1: a rating up season 1? I can't one? remember we did a rating for season 1. I'm maybe sure. we'd we'll have to roll. We'd we'll have sure to listen back through and find out, man. We we give yeah. that many ratings, like I know, so it's, many, it's Who tough. knows?
0: I, I I have said I need to get a spreadsheet of all the ratings, but yeah. look, I mean that's going to be, take a lot of work. That's uh, right. Look, I think if I was to 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 rate you know, season one compared to this season one would probably be around like the, the three point five, maybe four. Um, if being generous, six. yep, out of six because I still really liked it. Um, season two though season two i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a five a five out of six it was it's sort of between that 4.5 to five for me but i i was invested in this i thought the finale was amazing like finale is one of the better finales i've seen um you know all of last year even though i I watched it in the new year um and yeah i just thought it was like i mentioned before like it's it, it sort of got me back into the the medieval sort of um, genre of fantasy after this mammoth that was Game of Thrones. So five
1: out of six. That's solid. I love that. Five out of the six potions for you to do the trials of the grass, mate, to become a (laughs) witcher.
0: My my eyes are black right now. I've got got the black veins coming from my eye sockets. Uh,
1: (laughs) You should have gave me your best Geralt impression before you did your rating, man. Siri, yeah, Siri, Siri, listen, run, run, Siri, Siri,
0: Yennefer. I love love you, you. (laughs) I do Uh, love you, Yennefer.
1: You do indeed, (laughs) you love her purple eyes, man.
0: Yeah, I I love everything about
1: her. Uh, Um, that, all me. So, I'm gonna, you know, I love this season, I was a big fan of the season, but I've got to be real. I did love it a lot. It was a lot better than season one, but I just want more. I know they can do more. They've got potential. Mm -hmm. I want to see it. I think if they can do what they did for season two, for season three and beyond, they've got to be on the right track. They keep using the source material properly and introducing all those characters that I love and those different storylines. For me, it's going to be very high for me, but I've got to be reasonable at the moment. I I can't be biased. I do love The Witcher, but like Sizzle, Few things I didn't like about, a few things I would like them to do differently, but again, I love this show. I love this season. I'm giving it a five out of six as well, with Ooh, potential we agree. to be higher. We potential agree. to be higher. Love it. Love it. So five out of six, which I think's more than fair for this season. Definitely.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Well, there you go. We agree. We agree. <laughs> yeah. All
1: right. Well, had to be done. Yeah,
0: we did it. We did it. A, a very, very, um, nice deep dive there on The Witcher season the Witcher. two. Looking forward to season three. Uh, look, the podcast has almost come to an end, but we've got a few things we're going to zip through because we recently got the uh, teaser trailer, the official teaser trailer. We kind of got some clips of this previously, um, but we we got the official teaser trailer of Marvel's next series coming to Disney+. Plus. Uh, that is Moon Knight, which um, premieres on March 30. Um, this is a character that I... Didn't know too much about prior to this. Um, it's probably a character that most people don't really know too much about, to be honest. Um, but we got the trailer. We got the trailer, which, you know, was a, a couple minutes. It sort of gave us a bit of an insight to what we can expect from this show. I'm excited for the show. Um, what about you, Quinny? Are you excited? What did you think of the trailer? Give me your thoughts.
1: Yeah, so I think um like very similar. Like, I'm very keen for this show. Uh, I didn't know much about this character at all. Moon Knight, didn't know anything about it. Didn't know about him. So what I do, I went to my very handy Marvel book on the bookshelf over there. Had a You're little read both. about, about both. Moon Knight. Sounds like a really interesting character. And I kind of like how there is like, you know, Egypt, ancient Egypt sort of vibes there. I kind of like the idea that he's going to have like, you know, split personalities. And, you know, in the mm. trailer, I mean, come on. They had a Kid Cudi song playing. Day and nine in the background. It's definitely got me keen. But, you know, I don't know. I've got... I don't know what to expect from the show. So I'm just looking forward to just more Marvel content and it's not, it's going to be out quite soon, which is good. Yeah.
0: Look, yeah. I, I agree. Like I didn't, like you sort of said there, I didn't know much about this character, but now I've done a little bit of reading. I've consulted the Marvel encyclopedia and this is a pretty cool character, a real dark character. I don't know how they're, they're going to sort of do this because like the the the, the Disney plus series, particularly, and just the MCU in general they're much more kid friendly and they don't have that sort of dark aspect where this sort of character does sort of seem to be, you know, a bit more
1: um similar to like Daredevil. And apparently they cross yeah. over and cross paths in the comics. So I'd be love maybe we get a Daredevil sighting. You know, I'm all for that. But yeah, so as you were saying, sizzle. keep going. Yeah,
0: me yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh yeah. So look, I, I love Oscar Isaac as an actor. I think he's great. Actor. Yeah. I, I loved him and you know, you just watched Dune. I loved Yes, him I did
1: just watch June. As the
0: Duke in Dune, he was great and I've loved him in many other things that, that he's done. What about Star I Wars, think...
1: the newest ones? You've been watching oh, them?
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, he's great in Star Wars. I mean, come on. He, he, he's great. I it. love um, how he
1: mentions, I wanted to be a pilot in June, and then in Star Wars, he's a pilot. I yeah. That was kind of funny. It's
0: great. It's great. I mean, he's also in X-Men. I don't know if you, you uh, apocalypse, Next yeah, yeah, apocalypse, yeah.
1: No, mixed, mixed not, the, about his not the best, betrayal.
0: um, not the best film, just in general. Um, I think they, they need to redo well, they are gonna, you know, obviously, we know mutants are coming back into it, and he's not gonna be Eventually. Mutant, So, yeah. you know, we can just decanonize that from the MCU because if he's playing um Moon Knight here, so yeah, I'm excited to see him in this this series. So I mean, the trailer didn't really give us too much, did it? Like, Which is it good. just good. That's kind of, what I
1: like. You didn't get yeah. too much, so it was more. It was a trailer, but it was sort of like a bit of a teaser.
0: Yeah, I'm interested to see so. who the villains are. I think with with all these series, because we always get like, you know, always got the main character, and then we just get so many different characters from the comic lore. So I'm interested to see. That's what I'm most excited for to see who else they bring into this because it's a it's a character and you know a story that I don't know anything about. So yeah, it, it's it's going to be fun. I mean uh look because we we know we're getting a bunch of marvel sort of and we've talked about this before but we know we're getting a bunch of marvel series in 2022 this is obviously the first one you know when when are we getting um uh, miss marvel we're gonna get she hulk we don't know where the loki season two is this year on or maybe next we're also getting a secret invasion again we don't know the dates for that where does this sort of sit is this gonna be pretty high up there for you
1: well, that's the thing because I don't really know what other ones are coming out. But I think just for me, I don't know anything about this character, so I'm kind of intrigued. So it's definitely up there mm. for me to see how it goes because, as you said, Oscar, Oscar Isaac is a great actor. So it'll be interesting to see where this show takes us and how it links into the MCU, I think, in general. And is it going to link into what we've already seen previously, like the Hawkeyes, the Spider-Mans? it how, is Kane going to be involved in this? Like, What mm. are we going to see from this? So I'm kind of keen for it. You know what? I just love Marvel sizzle. So whatever Marvel comes my way, I'll just eat it
0: up. Yeah. And don't worry, we'll be here to um, to review it and to recap on it and, you know, to just go on the journey together. Uh, all right. Well, look, we're almost the the Journey, podcast. We love those journeys. Um, you know, I got to just quickly ask you because you've, you have finally watched it and it's something that I absolutely loved, a movie that I absolutely loved. I'm reading the book now and I know you've just purchased the book and that is Dune um, we obviously mentioned Isaac Oscar who um is, is going to be in Moon Knight he was he's also sorry Oscar Isaac um, who's going to be in Moon Knight he was the duke uh lido um Atrides in Dune obviously star started cast you got Zendaya uh, another one of my celebrity crushes. There, you got Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson. You got your boy D- Batista. Um, unfortunately, we Bobby, didn't get a Batista
1: Draxid, Draxid destroyer, <laughs> yeah. man. We, we didn't unfortunately get a
0: Batista bomb, but you know he's in it's there. It's coming,
1: man. It's coming.
0: We've got Josh Brolin, um, you know who's, who plays Gurney. Jason Momoa, Aquaman. Come on. I mean, it's just stacked. Um, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Uh, I I want you to give me like a maybe a minute, your minute sort of recap of it. Um, And then I want you to give it, because we won't do a deep dive on this this movie, but I want you to give it an Infinity Gauntlet rating. I know it's just fresh off you, off watching it. So give me a minute. I'm going to put the clock on. And then I want an Infinity Gauntlet rating at the end. Are you ready? I am. Three, two, one, go.
1: Okay, I'm going to try my best. I only just watched this show. Fresh so June, it's very fresh in my head. Like you said, Star started cast. I really enjoyed it all week, all, my, all last couple of months. All I've heard from Sizzle is man, you got to watch June, man. You got to look at the visuals, you got to look at the score. Well, Hans Zimmer Amazing does the score. music full stop. So, Hans Zimmer is an icon. He does Lion King, Dark Knight, all those kind of inception. So, the soundtrack was boss. I really enjoyed it. It, it gave me all those vibes. It feels that I really enjoyed. Like we said, we love Zendaya. Shout out to Ruth from Euphoria. She's also in Spider Man as MJ. Really cool to see her, even though I don't know why. She was sort of not in that much. I would like to see more of her. But, you know, like we said, all these random families, they all have a controlling state in the planet. One of them gets controlled over this place that's pretty much Tatooine from Star Wars. Spice <laughs> is a big deal. If you have the spice, you have the power. Uh, betrayal happens. The dad gets killed, all that kind of stuff. Then the son, Timothy Charlemagne, loves Kid Cuddy, He has to step up, and then he starts, ha- starts having prophecies on. and visions. He's pretty much Luke Skywalker.
0: Love it. Hey, that was, that was a really good minute um, recap. Uh, all right. If Vinny got the rating. I wanted more Batista. Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> yes. um, uh, again, I, okay. Right. Uh, I did enjoy it. It kind of reminded me, it's sort of the pacing for me was a bit slow, similar mm-hmm. to sort of the Eternals. I Can felt understand like that they were very similar, the pacing. But like you said, I love the cast. Um, it was a very interesting story. I did, I then just got the book. So, you know, I'm keen to start reading that once I finish my book at the moment. You can you can tell how you can tell why George Lucas really enjoyed this, obviously, this universe, and you can tell it pretty much influenced Star Wars. So, first watch, this might change. Um I think from a from like a – I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I liked it. Does go for a while. Some cool characters. I'm probably going to give it probably a four out of six, I think. I think that's probably reasonable. Fair. Probably yeah. a four. Uh, I did enjoy it. I just want some more. And apparently, there's more books and there's Part more two. parts Part two coming, coming out I think so this year.
0: I think this year. I would have
1: loved to see a bit more of Zendaya. Um, Zendaya. Mm. Um, but again, how about those blue eyes, men? Speaking about Yenis's oh, eyes. How about the blue eyes? Like, I don't know if Spice could do that to you. Yeah. But, apparently it does. Yeah. You know, I kind of I liked it. Like, very Those like, still suits. Definitely, some very the suits were cool. Jason Momoa, my boy Aquaman, he was great in it. But yeah, you can definitely tell its um, style was heavily influenced by this. But I think for me, it's probably yeah. a four. I think that's yeah. fair. Yeah. So yeah, that's I mean, on I, first watch. Yeah. What would be Love your it. rating? I don't know. Am I too uh, high or what? No,
0: no, no. I, I'm I'm about that that range too. I'd probably give it a yeah probably a 4.5 i'm maybe a little bit higher than you probably because i saw it at the, the cinemas
1: and i think it's a i think different. that yeah for me i kind of i watched it on just my tv and i did put the shutters down though so there was no very light good, coming man. in it was very dark you know i had yeah. a, i had a, my soft drink there i had some popcorn as nice. you would if i was going <laughs> movies um but i think if i did see the movies maybe i'd feel a bit different bit higher, mm. but I think for me it was, yeah, I think four out of six is pretty yeah. reasonable. I think
0: that's I think that's fair. I think my point five probably goes to just because that. I saw it at the cinemas and, you know, on the big screen. And then because the score is just so amazing, like when you got, yeah. you know, the surround sound and everything like that, it really does. Hans Zimmerman,
1: but, he gets it done. He knows how to
0: do a good man. score. Amazing. And yeah, as you, you sort of said, you're, you're going to read the book soon. I'm like about halfway through the book now. Easy to um, read? Easy to read and just a fun read. Like it's a, oh, just good. really fun um fun story and you know you and i both love star wars and you can see why and how um star wars was you know uh, star wars took so much from dune because there's a lot of similarities so yeah um, i'm excited for part two i really am i really am uh look loved your little recap there loved the podcast as always that brings good. us to the end of it this brings us
1: week to the end
0: We'll be back um again very soon. Who knows what we'll be talking about on the next episode? There's lots of stuff going on. There's lots of content.
1: Probably Book of Boba Fett might need to get one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Podcast on that eventually. There's not long to go for that.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. We've got another episode of that coming tomorrow night. Uh Euphoria as well. When you when you're all caught up, we'll definitely be talking Euphoria. Uh, so stay tuned. Um until next time. We'll be seeing you. We won't be seeing you. We'll be talking to you tell your mother, your brother, your sister, your cousin. Tell Yennefer. Please tell Yennefer. Definitely
1: tell everybody, Geralt, Ciri, Trish, Yaxa, you know, everyone, Dijkstra, and just always remember, Ciri, the child of elder blood. (laughs) (laughs) Love
0: it. All right. Peace. Peace.